Judicial Legitimacy in Federal Judicial Design, Managing Integrity and Autochthony. Gabrielle Appleby. Abstract. The structure and operation of a federation's judicial system are complex, as any student of federal courts well knows. But they are also core to a federation's success. It is, therefore, surprising how little attention scholars have paid to the design and operation of judicial federalism from a comparative or theoretical perspective. In our effort to fill this gap, we rest our analysis. On two key assumptions about federal judicial design, it should reinforce the continuation of the federation and ensure judicial legitimacy. We then examine how institutional design reflects these goals, focusing on the continuum between a fully integrated judiciary, one set of courts, and separate, dual judiciaries. We argue that the importance of ensuring judicial legitimacy has been overlooked, and we introduce the critical components of sociological legitimacy for federal systems, judicial integrity and judicial autochthony. Then, in a series of case studies drawn from the United States, Australia, and Canada, we analyze how these federations have managed the balance of integrity and autochthony over time. We do not seek to identify an optimal balance, but intend to highlight the considerations at stake in constructing a federation's judicial architecture, and to demonstrate that judicial federalism deserves deeper and more sustained comparative analysis, more systemic assessment by judicial and political actors, and, ultimately, greater attention from those engaged in constitutional design. In other words, with this article, we seek to establish the field of comparative federal courts as a site of sustained and serious inquiry. Authors Professor, Director, The Judiciary Project, Gilbert plus Tobin Center of Public Law at The University of New South Wales, Faculty of Law and Justice, Professor, Northwestern Pritzker School of Law We extend our gratitude to our many colleagues who have provided us with feedback on drafts of this article, from which our thinking has developed and benefited, including James A. Gardner, Vicky C. Jackson, Tanya Jacoby, Henry P. Monahan, Gideo Ketchikunzilib, Anna Olichnik, Francesco Palermo, James E. Fander, Judith Rusnik, Francisco Javier Romero Caro, Sarah Sadlier, and James Stelios. The article has been improved by the comments of participants at workshops at University of Colorado Law School, Boulder, Northwestern Pritzker School of Law, Queens Law School, URAC Institute for Comparative Federalism, and the International Society of Public Law, ICON-S. We also owe thanks to exceptional research assistants, Michael Bellis, Alexander Dakich, Wade Formo, Tara Sons, Jack Steele, Beau Tremetier, Joseph Salasco, and wonderful librarians Tom Gaylord and Sarah Reese. A final thank you to the editors of the Yale Law Journal for their welcome substantive suggestions and unflagging attention to detail. Page 2 of 78. The Yale Law Journal 132-24-19-2023-2420. Article Contents. Introduction 2421. I. Constructing a Federal Judicial System 2430. A. Federal Success and the Dual Integrated Continuum 2430. 
b. Judicial legitimacy, integrity and autochthony as sociological inputs 2436. 2. Managing by delegation 2443. a. Integrity through integration 2445. b. A dualist approach 2451. 1. Limitations for integrity 2451. 2. Benefits for autochthony 2455. 3. Managing by implication 2456. a. Rights limitations, the United States 2457. B. Structural Limitations, Australia 2466. 1. Protecting Autochthony 2467. 2. Implying Integrity 2472. 4. Managing by Amendment 2482. I. Canadian Judicial Federalism 2483. B. Renegotiating the Federal Balance, Quebec and Judicial Autochthony 2485. Conclusion 2493. Page 3 of 78. Judicial Legitimacy and Federal Judicial Design. 2421. Introduction. To a student newly introduced to federal courts, the design of the American judicial system can be in equal parts fascinating and frustrating as she masters the turns and U-turns in the justifications and mechanisms for managing the complex judicial relationships that our federalism requires. The accretion of doctrine over 200 years of active management is only part of a story that also includes myriad congressional statutes and state judicial and state legislative action. More than just technically complex, the field highlights some of the Natayan's most contested and enduring political issues, including the legacy of slavery and the challenges of racial bias. There is little wonder the course is considered one of the most challenging in law school. Notwithstanding the idiosyncrasies of the U.S. system, it seems likely that other long-standing and democratic federations would have similar complexities in their judicial systems with similarly important ramifications. A casual OB server might expect that there would be robust comparative literature and a clearly articulated set of design principles for structuring judiciaries in federa tie-ins. But comparativists and constitutional designers have generally ignored the area point one. This gap might be explained, at least in part, by the complexities themselves. The technical detail and nuance of the structure and practice of judicial federalism in any individual system are challenging to master and thus the subject of substantial scholarship within each jurisdiction. Assessing judicial federalism Comparatively, whether for theory generation or to identify best practices, requires a considerable depth and breadth of knowledge. Point two. And federal constitutional design introduces many other critical, and sometimes existential, issues. Questions of legislative and executive structure, fiscal responsibility, the division. 1. See, example, Suji Chowdhury, classical and post-conflict federalism, implications for Asia, in comparative constitutional law in Asia 163-171, Rosalind Dixon and Tom Ginsburg eds, 2014.